Life is like a bicycle. To get your balance, you must keep moving, said Albert Einstein. And if you're like me, you may have experienced times in your life when you feel like you're moving too fast and you've lost your balance and you've had more than one crash. But you're able to recover more quickly and keep going by freeing yourself from whatever holds you back. It's not always about pushing yourself faster and harder to be on the leading edge, but to remove the obstacles that are in your way. And what's the real race you're trying to win anyway? Stay tuned. Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Welcome back to CEO on the go. Have you ever been in a situation where you've just got to drop everything and cancel any appointments for the rest of the day or the week because something unexpected came up? That's what happened to my son, Connor, who caught a flight home from New York City at the last minute last week to see a friend who had experienced a tragic loss. So Connor just decided he had to catch a flight home to be there for him. I think good things happen when you're really clear about what matters to you. You act quickly based on your instincts to help you achieve what's most important. I was really glad that he was able to do that. And selfishly, I was excited because I got to spend a little extra time with him when he was home. So the theme of moving quickly continued throughout the weekend because we ended up binge watching the Netflix series called Tour de France Unchained. It was really interesting. I learned a lot more about that sport. On the surface, it appears to be an individual sport with cyclists all just trying to get to the finish line. But it's actually a team sport and there's a lot of strategy and sacrifice involved. It's a lot like leadership. So metaphor alert. Yes, this is another one of my metaphor episodes. If you've been listening for a while, you know, I like to do them from time to time when I'm inspired to do that. And this seems like a natural one to help teach some leadership lessons and prompt some action. You can't watch a couple of hundred riders pushing themselves past their limits for days and then be sedentary after that. So I was inspired to share my key observations and lessons learned. So what I'll share might seem like some contradictory advice. I guess a better way to think of them might be uh, five paradoxical truths about what I think it takes to perform at the highest level in your leadership role. Again, inspired by watching that series. Okay, number one, you've got to sprint and rest. The key is knowing when to do each of those things. You may push yourself too hard trying to get something off the ground in your sprint mode only to find yourself burning out too quickly. So rest is also important. And I mean, literally resting, sleeping, letting your mind and body recharge physically. On the other hand, you may be resting a little too much, coasting comfortably for too long, not realizing that you need to show a stronger sense of urgency in some areas of your work or business. You need to be moving faster than you might think. So consider where you might be moving too fast or too slowly. Number two, you have to have freedom and also use constraints. That's the second paradox. So you've got to use the tools and gadgets and resources to help you do what you're trying to accomplish and be willing to try things that may seem counterintuitive. For example, the riders 
on, on their bikes, they use clips to keep their feet locked in. That may not sound safe to have your feet locked into the pedals, but it really helps them in so many ways. It creates more efficiency so that when the, the cyclist's feet are attached to the pedals, they can apply more force and uh, you know push down on them and pull up. So it's especially helpful when they're cycling uphill or going at high speeds. Another advantage of having the clips is that you have control because your feet are securely attached to the bike. Um, another benefit is that it can help reduce fatigue. When you've got your feet in the pedals, you use muscles differently compared to other ways in which you would be cycling. There's also the benefit of safety. And you might be thinking, well, how can this be safe if your feet are locked into the pedals? But there's also risk that your feet could slip off if they weren't locked in. Having your clips in can allow you to adjust the pace at which you're moving. So sometimes you need to go slower, faster. It helps you do that. You do have to be careful when you stop. If you've got your feet locked in, you've got to remember to undo the clips and get your feet out of that. So what are some of the constraints or guardrails that you need to put in place for your business or your team or yourself? You know, an example I've shared in previous episodes is to impose more constraints when you're trying to generate more creative or innovative ideas. It sounds counterintuitive. Because you'd normally think, let's just get people in a room and brainstorm big ideas, kind of blue sky, all these ideas. But when you put constraints in place and say, well, what if we want to achieve that, but we could only do it uh, within half the time, like we have to do it by the end of this month? Or what if we work on that project, but we only have half the team to use as resources? It forces you to think more creatively. So those are just a couple of, of common examples that come to mind. Number three. When it comes to other people, surround yourself with people who push you and those who make your ride easier. So that means you've got to really pay attention to how you're developing your team to make sure you've got people who've got your back, those that can make your climb easier while pushing you at the same time. When I watched this series, I learned that there was one writer who sacrificed himself for the sake of the team to allow the leader to draft off of him when they're going up a hill. That way, the leader conserves energy until he's ready to continue on his own power again. The teams that, you know, that were represented in this series were comprised of people who had different strengths and talents. Some were good at sprinting. Some were good at climbing. Some had better endurance. So think about how that applies to you and your team. Do you have enough diversity of strengths and talent on your team? You know, something else that was really fascinating to watch were the coaches or the managers, the people riding in the cars on the path of the race, right beside the riders. Could not believe it. I still don't know how they do that. But they were cheering them on, kind of yelling at them, pushing them harder. But at the same time, they were literally taking care of their injuries as the riders were still on their race. They were right there beside them, hanging out of the window, like putting a bandage on somebody's elbow as that rider was still in motion. And they're communicating through these headpieces. And if a tire blows, the the car comes right up and helps them, you know, get a new tire or change out the bike. They don't stop the race for that. The leaders, the coaches are taking care as people are continuing on their race. It was really amazing to watch that. Number four, you've got to be focused like a laser while at the same time being aware of your surroundings. Distractions are everywhere. When you watch this, or if you've seen this, there are people waving flags, yelling, screaming, 
throwing themselves in into the middle of the road. So I'm sure riders have to keep their heads down just to keep pushing through. But wow, when you look up and you see the stunning scenery around you, the sky, the mountains, it really takes your breath away. Think about what you might be missing if you've got your head down, totally buried in your work, totally looking at your phone all the time, totally you know, consumed with emails or social media. What might you be missing by not looking around? So I think it's important to have a laser-like focus and be aware of and appreciate your surroundings at the same time to know how to strike that balance. And then finally, the last paradoxical truth is you need to know your limits and push past them. This requires extreme mental strength. And in the series, you know, it was it was interesting to see one of the coaches who asked one of the newest, I think he was one of the youngest riders, if he thought that he was ready to take the lead. The co- it was clear that the coach had confidence in this in this guy, but it was not enough. It's not enough to just have a coach that thought that the rider was ready. He had to believe it himself or he would fail. So what is the belief that you have about your own limits and capability? You push past your limits, not just with you know brute strength and muscle and hard work, but by shifting how you see yourself and what you think you're potentially capable of. You get to talk yourself into or out of whatever you want. You can say others are influencing you, but at the end of the day, you get to decide what you really want and how you want to go about your own race. And I actually like the word journey better because I don't think it's really a race. I've pushed past my limits many times in my life from overcoming fear of speaking, you know, to many other experiences that I've done to deliberately push myself out of my comfort zone or what I perceive to be my limits. And I hope you're doing that too, especially in a leadership role. You've just got to do that to grow. And it may feel risky, just like I talked about in my conversation with Rusty Gaylord last week. So that's a really good one, too. In case you missed that one, I encourage you to listen to the previous episode on what it takes, you know, to really take the risk to get on your best growth path. And I also think that that's that's the key to really being on the leading edge with your leadership committing to your growth path. That's what all of these riders were doing. They're literally out there on the edge, riding on cliffs around the mountains. It takes uh, confidence. It takes the willingness, you know, to, to take the risk, but to know that you're strong enough and capable enough and know how to maneuver around that terrain to achieve where you're really trying to go. So where is your edge? I encourage you to explore it to expand it, and even push past it when you need to, when you're ready. So to recap my five paradoxical truths for today about leadership inspired by this tour, one, sprint and rest. Know when you need to do each of those. Two, allow freedom and exercise constraints. Number three, surround yourself with people who can push you hard and make your journey much easier. Number four, Keep laser focused and be aware of your surroundings at the same time. Number five, know your limits and push past them. So I have one last thought or or just a few final questions to leave you with today since the theme of the documentary was unchained. It made me think a lot about what we're chained to that we might need to detach from. What are you chained to? Who's keeping you there? What can or will you unchain from? Is it a place? Is it a person? People? Bad habits? 
uh, environment, thoughts that hold you back. You know, when it comes to chained versus unchained, I do think you need both. Like it's good to chain your bike, right? To keep it safe and locked up so that other people don't take it. But at the same time, you need to unchain the bike to experience everything life has to offer on the ride you want to take. So where are you playing it too safe? And how might you play more full out like those riders? What's your tour? We're each on our own tour, whether we recognize it or not. And in many ways, we're all part of the same big tour. And again, it's really not a race. It's a journey that continues. Until next time, get unchained where you need to, do the work that matters to you, and enjoy the ride. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.